good day. Um, my name is Pekoncha, and yeah, today uh, we are here with a friend, Ethel. Would you introduce yourself before I introduce you? In case I'm not good with introducing people. Um, to me, so far, to say my name, Bethel. So, yes, I'm Bethel. And I'm a student at NETS. I'm studying theology. And yes, I'm a youth, I love God, and I'm happy to be here at the Prudent Life podcast. You know, as I was preparing for this uh, talk, um, I was just listening to old songs, and eh, they just brought a lot of things. Um, this is a song, sort of like, like I think title Worship or something, uh, of Passion. Um, the album, it's I think it's 2019 mm. and I think I, I, I've heard you sing a thing as well at night. I'm coming back to oh, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. To the heart of worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another song. Yes, uh, and I was listening to another one as well that, um, that said <coughs> that you can prepare a good song, you can prepare the stage, but. That's not what worship is all about. So today we are not going to approach worship as a normal way of music first. But the first episode I want us to cover what is that? That, you know, others like um, just referring to this music that I've been listening mm-hmm. like the one saying I'm moving back to the heart of worship. The other one saying you know you can prepare a good song the stage and everything but that's not what worship is all about what is worship yeah thank you for that question and i have to admit before i get much into it that it's not an easy question seems and sounds easy <laughs> but uh, when you really want to do justice mm. to worship then you discover that it's not an Easy question. Firstly, because um, we don't have worship defined in the Bible. <laughs> That's the first thing I would say. You know, some things, if you say, what is faith? You can quickly open the text and say, faith is da, 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 from the yeah. Bible. What is salvation? You can do that. But for worship, it's a different case. We don't have that, which means we have to see how we see it in the Bible, how it's portrayed. And so to answer your question, I take worship as how we respond, how human beings respond to a loving God. Our response when that moment of realization that, wow, God is great, He is a mighty God, He is wonderful, and all all the like. Mm -hmm. What is my response to that information? What I do after that, that is what I define as being worship. Wow. Yeah, thanks. Um, that's so sort of like the human response to what God has done is worship. Yes, precisely how I understand it. Okay. Yes, and you can respond to God's goodness in various ways. So yes, like you said in the beginning, I'm sure we're going to get there eventually. That worship mm-hmm. is not limited to singing or to music as. Mm-hmm. As it's normally taken in the general context. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, with that in mind, um, I know you have touched on this part of the question that I want to ask, but um, so are you saying that worship is only being done to God? Well, largely, but the worship itself actually starts in God. It actually starts with God. And because even if we were not here as people, worship would still exist. So it's not just that as we respond to God, that's how we are the ones who are creating worship. It's not like that. It's actually God is already by himself a God who is worth of worship. Regardless of us doing it or not, us being there or not, but largely worship has to be directed to God. Meaning yes, to answer your question, it can't be worship or it can't be Christian worship if it's not directed to God because he is the only one who is worth of worship. Wow. Yeah. Yes. This is the things of inviting theologians. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so meaning that, um, are we going to say that human beings are the ones to worship God? Who is to worship God? In other words, if I can put it that way, before I, yeah. All right, well, given the, the greatness and the uh, magnitude of God's splendor, right? Basically, everything has to worship you. Like, God's greatness de demands, not really demands the sense of He demands, but it calls for everything to worship God. Mm -hmm. If you go to the Bible, the book of Psalms, it makes it clear that um, even the stars, they worship God. Even the trees, the birds, they sing, they worship God. Mm -hmm. But mostly, it's us humans, because we are the ones that are at God's heart, created after his image. So we are the ones who are expected to worship God. But in essence, everything that is bread. Psalms 150 actually says it mm -hmm. beautifully. Let everything that is bread praise God. So everything that we know that breathes, at least we know that it has to praise God. If it's breathing, trees breathe, animals breathe, they have to praise Him mm -hmm. and worship Him. Yeah. Yeah, just reminding me of another song as well. Within the album, one of the albums, uh, uh, <laughs> like breathe as well. Uh, but yeah, so um, meaning um, just you know from all what I'm hearing basically uh, is that the whole creation has to worship the Creator. Yes. In Okay, not that I'm trying to summarize your word, but I'm just no, trying You say it perfect, the whole, all, all creation, mm. everything that God created. Yeah. I mean, like you, by saying creation, you're actually saying it was created by someone. So yes. as long as it's created by him, it has to bow to him, it has to acknowledge him, it mm. has to pay homage, reverence to him, yeah. Yeah, that's good. But you used another word then. What did you say? Um, splendid. Splendor. Okay, mm -hmm. what's the meaning of that? Sorry, just for everyone out there, like <laughs> God's splendor. Oh, splendor just basically describes beauty that is, um, that is awesome beauty. That's splendor. Mm -hmm. Everything that has to do with beauty and that is due to a king. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's splendor. Okay. No. Thanks. I learned a new word today. Splendor. <laughs>
So, uh, as we have outlined the whole thing of what worship is and uh, who is to worship and what uh, who is to worship and who is to be worshipped, um, now the question is why should we worship? Like now, I'm just call, coming down to the whole thing of as you said, as we mentioned, that creation has to worship God. But then, why should us as human beings, uh, I think you also highlighted that and more, like as us that are created in his image. Um, so why is it, why is it necessary for us to worship God? I don't know if that's the right question, but why do we worship God? Why should we worship God? Hmm, interesting question. Why should we worship God? Well, I'll first of all speak briefly on what I said and then build on it, moving on to the next reason of having established that um, God is is due worship. Actually, I should have mentioned this earlier, that uh, the word worship itself comes from true English, old English words. They're no longer in use, but it's worth and shape. They are actually old English words, right? Worth and shape. Um, which basically mean worship basically so means worship, which means God, by the very nature of Him being God, is worthy to receive worship, is worthy of our worship just by Him being God. So, we worship for, for various reasons. Um, worship, in as much as it mostly glorifies God. That's like the main reason for us to worship. We want to glorify God. Yeah. That's why we were created in the first place, in His image, to glorify Him, right? To, to give praises, to sing out our praises unto Him. That is the reason why we are here to show forth His goodness, right? And um, like we say that uh, worship includes everything we do in response to God's goodness, which means that um, when I go out there and I give to the poor, I'm worshipping God. Right? Um, when when, when, when I, I, I pray, I'm worshipping God. When I preach, I'm worshipping God. Because you're saying everything that you can do in response to his love, when you feel like, ah, oh, God is so good, he loves me, what you're going to be driven to do, that is worship. So in answering why we worship then, we are worshiping because we are showing the world, right, how, how great and, and how mighty our God is, right, because there are many people there that they don't believe in God. How are they going to see that God is great and God is mighty? Mm -hmm. They see it through our worship. They see it through how we we offer ourselves, right, as as, as living sacrifices, like uh, Romans twelve says, right, that we, we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. Mm -hmm. right? So as we do that, as we offer our bodies, that encapsulates almost anything that is good that we can do. It's it's, it's glorifying God, and also the world is watching. Mm -hmm. Right, that these people they say they worship God, right? Maybe how do they go about their daily business? How do they do their relationships? Mm -hmm. Which means if you can be faithful in your relationship, you are worshiping God. That is that is worshiping God. 
right? If you if you can assist someone who is need in need, you are worshiping God, right? So basically, in answering, I can say much, but in answering the essence of why we worship is we are giving glory to God, and we are showing forth His goodness to the world, to other people that are that are around us. I think First Peter also says that um, he says we are we are a chosen generation, holy nation, royal priesthood, and we've been called to show forth exactly His goodness. So, as as as, as Christians who love worshiping God, worship God, we are actually called to to show forth. And how do we show forth His goodness in our worship? Mm. Yes, I hope I have. Yeah. So. Ah, I'm just convicted. <laughs> just the whole. Oh, it's beautiful. Like. Just, just bringing it across the whole thing. Um, like how you're putting it, the the fact that every being or everything in us has to worship God. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is to worship God. Like that's just becomes a whole lifestyle. Yes, like, definitely. So that separates the whole thing of. Where is my private life and where is my private life? <laughs> I love the word you use there, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Worship for a child of God needs to be a lifestyle. And I don't really, I would maybe want you to shed more life, light to me where, what you mean by public life or private life. Because for me as a Christian, I believe my life is, is a child of God. It is a life that is to be according to what God really expects me or requires me to do. So whether it's in private, <laughs> whether it's in public, it has to represent mm. where who I'm representing, mm. basically. My life is to represent God who I'm representing here as an ambassador. Mm. So whether I'm alone, whether I'm at school, at work, it doesn't change the fact that I'm a worshiper my life has to worship mm. how i relate to my boss they have to see that wow this person believes in god it has to be a testimony of of worship to show that wow god because i believe whenever whenever you whenever we obey god mm-hmm. right we are showing that god is worth obeying right whenever I obey god what we are basically communicating to the world is wow our god is so great such that I have to leave that, whatever that is not right, mm. and it's worth obeying what he says. It goes, it gets us back to that thing of saying worship to show how how worthy God is, mm. and by following what he says, we are really solidifying the fact that he is worthy to be followed, he is worthy to be obeyed, mm. and he is worthy to be given everything that we have. Yeah, continuing on that, um, just uh, before we. Uh, around it mm-hmm. um, like can you share basically from your experience mm-hmm. as to what do you mean uh, when you're saying with your life you are, you're like you are worshipping God or like or let's just move back to the scripture in yeah. Romans 12 1 mm-hmm. um, like when it says living sacrifice what does it really mean offering ourselves as living sacrifices unto God like what does it really mean like using practical examples from your life. 
Sorry for putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's okay, but... Um, <laughs> um, all right, so I'll, I'll go a bit back, then I'll come to the question, then I'll move. Like, I, I like really grounding myself in, in, in explanation. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's, a, that's a very core verse when it comes to worship, offering our bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable. Yeah. And, uh, Sorry, do you know the song that says, um, like, Lord, prepare me. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I love that song. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. Like, pure and holy, pure tried and true. Tried and true. <laughs> it's a lovely song. Yes. It really captures that essence of uh, us being a living sacrifice. Yes. So, yeah, in explaining that, um, uh, the theologian in me is tempted to go and explain much more <laughs> about sacrifice, but less a bit, I mean, yes. to come to the verse, to give a bit of context, yes. like a living sacrifice. We go back to the Old Testament, mm-hmm. right? They used to use a, a sacrificial system, Yes. right? It means when you, when you would have sinned, you were required then to, to sacrifice an animal, mm-hmm. right? That will then represent or stand in your place. So instead of, of, of you facing the punishment for your sins, it is the animal that takes that. Yes. Right. So it, it gets sacrificed. Right. It's a living sacrifice that is sacrificed for for sins. Mm. Right. So sacrifice here, even if you take the word sacrifice, it means going beyond what you are ordinarily willing to do, right? If you're asked to sacrifice, it's not something that is just, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, I mean, I can just do it anytime. It's something that requires of you to, to really put yourself in a place where you are willing to forsake, to deny yourself, sacrifice yourself, give yourself up, right? If we go again further in the Bible, we see that even Jesus, he offered his life as a sacrifice for us, mm-hmm. right? Um, Jesus, a, a, a king, he is God himself, but he sacrifices his life for us. Coming to us now, it doesn't, it just didn't end with Jesus. We then also, according to Paul in Romans 12, mm-hmm. are required to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Which means that we are then not, um, we are not dying. But we are living sacrifice. When we live, when we conduct our business, whatever that is related to us, it has to be to show that it's a sacrifice that is being rendered to God. Because we are living in a world that is shouting different things that excite us, things that may be nice for for us to get fame, for us to to the people that have a reputation, to be famous, social media. So as a child of God who is required now to, to be a living sacrifice, right? Are you, are you able to forsake all those things, right? And say, okay, I'm going to, to, to be a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave everything that might gain me popularity, that might gain me wealth, that might gain me whatever is there to gain. Am I willing as a, as, as, as a worshiper now, mm. right? Am I willing as a worshiper to worship God in a way that, that shows that I am, 
I'm, I'm, I'm forsaking what other people are enjoying, right? And it really calls for a sacrifice. And that sacrifice, also to connect it to the Old Testament, and also to what Paul says, it is to be holy and acceptable. That's why if you go back to the sacrificial system, you are not allowed to sacrifice an animal that is defect, yeah. right? Or that is lamb or anything like that. It is to be perfect without blemish. Same is the sacrifice that we are also required. It is to be holy before God. It is to be heartfelt. A sacrifice that is coming from um, a humble heart, that is coming from a contract spirit, a sacrifice that is coming from a heart that is an attitude of thankfulness from, uh, to God, towards God and, what, and everything that he has done in our lives. So our worship, so worship is not just worship because the fact that um, our worship has to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, mm -hmm. it also shows us there is also worship that is not acceptable. <laughs> that is not holy, mm -hmm. right? Because if it's worship that is holy and acceptable, then there has to be worship that is not acceptable. Mm -hmm. Which means is then upon us to really ask God to give us the strength to help us to to present to Him worship that is that rises like a sweet aroma mm -hmm. to Him. You know, it it oh, takes me also to Genesis for Cain and Abel, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Cain had to kill Abel because Abel's sacrifice was holy and acceptable, it was accepted before God. His did not come from a place of one who is humble before God, who is sacrificing for God and it was rejected. So our worship can also be rejected today if it's not coming from a place that is acceptable before God, that is holy, that is humble. Yeah. Really touched on a lot of points. I hope um, we are really encouraged um, to all listening to us as well. And as much as I'm also encouraged today, just um, reflecting on that. And uh, I love the fact that you, you, you brought the whole aspect of dependence upon God as well as we pursue this uh, worship, you know, to God. The fact that you, you brought the fact that let's pray. That God gives us the strength. Yes, it's not out of our own strength yes. to say uh, my worship can can make it, can carry it. It all goes back to depending on Him mm. to enable us to show us the right way to worship Him. Mm. We don't lose that dependence on Him. Yeah. yeah. No. So, um, yeah, I think within the first part, let's uh, just conclude within this area of. Um, you know there have been a lot of misconceptions. I know we're going to touch on the music part of thing in the next episode, but through this whole misconception, worship has been a thing of like singing. Mm -hmm. um, like when you are singing, but the slow journey even not the fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the fast one, then it's phrase. Good worship. Yeah. Um, like this whole misconception, um, which made it so hard that I heard in your but like in your discussion where you're sharing the fact that like worshippers worshiping God, mm -hmm. like but today worshippers are just the minister that is standing in front of us singing. That's the worshipper. Not every Christian is not a worshipper anymore. Like, what do you think 
has contributed to this uh, just within our Namibian context and as well as to just encourage the church to pursue um, like for everyone out there to pursue personal worship within their lives but not to totally depend on what we think has become totally worship. Well, that is a great misconception that we have in the church and it's also something that I had to unlearn because it's also something that I also once at a point really <laughs> subscribed to like oh girl, you open that. <laughs> I really believed and thought worship in God is singing. Mm. So when I'm worshiping God, it means I'm singing. Yeah. Right? So like you said, people like me who can sing, I'm the worshiper in church mm. and the rest I don't know what that makes them then. Followers, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Yeah, so music is a very important part of worship. Mm. It's like a slice on the pizza, really. Okay. It's not worship. It's not the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the pizza. Okay. It's a slice. Mm. Right. It's a vehicle through which we worship. Right. Mm. And. Now coming to our context, I think it got so much important because in our in our African context, music is very important. Yes, it plays a very a very important part in our socializing, yeah. in telling our stories, in relating to each other. I mean, there are so many cultures which, when they meet, the first thing they do is to sing, right? So um, the expression of our worship became mainly music and singing because that is what sort of like as Africans or many other cultures, not only Africans, that is what comes out of us because worship is something that, like I said, it's, it's a response, right? it's an echo. Mm. Like when I realize that ah, God is God, what is the first thing that comes to my mind? So me as an African, it's dancing, it's singing, right? Mm. So that's how then it became so much music became the only or the biggest identification that we could make to worship because that is what we can resonate with, that is what we can relate with. But there is need to not take it out because there are also some people then would then say, no, music is not worship. No, that is also not correct. Music is a part of worship. We use it as a vehicle. So is preaching, is worship. So is so winning. Because what you're doing when you're so winning, you're just saying, you know what? My God is so good. And such that I want to respond by sharing Him to the next person. Yeah. You are worshiping when you're so winning. Psalm 89, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Like, Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry I'm for continuing. I know I'm learning, just, I'm learning as well. Just Psalm 89, um, I think, uh, I'm just going to paraphrase uh -huh. where, um, like, the psalmist is just sort of like, I will declare of your goodness, I will declare of your faithfulness, of your love, like, my mouth shall proclaim of your good. Like, it's all about, like, like him just exalting God, yes. just proclaiming him because of what he has done and his faithfulness and his love, you know, uh, yeah. yeah. Just when I think of worship, 
sorry, just yeah, one of those things that actually you actually brought in. I mean, if we want to talk of worship and understand worship, we mm. cannot talk of worship without talking of the Psalms, mm. without talking of David. And if, if you also look at David, worship finds expression in different ways, yes, in the Psalms singing, playing of instruments, mm. meditation, confession, confession as well. Yes. You know, because when, when we are conf- confession, true or heartfelt confession mm. is also worshiping God. When you're saying, God, I love you so much so that I want to pour out my heart mm. to you. You see, so everything we do basically really in church is worshiping God. So um, this understanding is very important then, such that uh, my brothers and sisters who are not so gifted in singing, right? You also have to see yourself as a worshiper. You are a worshiper. When you pray, right? When you make a sermon, when you go out there to witness, whatever you're doing for God, for His glory, you are worshiping God. You are a worshiper. Regardless of the fact that you, you don't sing, I I mostly sing when I worship, but not only singing. Like we said previously, our life is a living sacrifice. It has to worship, right? So we have to we have this understanding that God really is pleased with our worship whenever we wholeheartedly offer ourselves to Him. Mm-hmm. Whenever we 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 worship Him. In spirit and in truth, John 4, right, yes, from 20 to 23. Yes. Yes. When the woman there understood worship differently, you know, to worship in a place, in a mountain, as their fathers mm-hmm. used to do. Jesus then says, No, the time will come, and it is now. But those who worship God shall worship Him in spirit mm-hmm. and in truth. For God is looking for such to worship Him. Right? So as long as, as a child of God, you can worship God truthfully. Right and in spirit, mm. God will really be pleased with our worship. And when the praises go up, His glory will definitely yeah. come down in our lives. Yeah. No, thanks a lot. Uh, it seems like this is quite a topic on your heart. The way you're just flowing. Uh, <laughs> I love worship. I'm I'm a worshiper. I, it's it's yeah. I'm something I'm passionate about. Yeah. Yep. So um, with just that, with that, uh, thanks a lot. Um for just being on this and um, sharing your heart and as well as just your life on worship. If you are out there and you have questions, please drop them down in the comments if you are watching on YouTube uh, and see you on the other side.